Greetings, friends, and welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Sean. The website can be found at scriptureandprophecy.com. That's where you go to find the archives. That's where you go to support this mission of truth. Today we're going to be talking a little bit about spiritual warfare, and we're going to visit that story out of Daniel, which we've covered multiple times uh, on this show before, but uh, we're going to talk about it a little bit again today. Before we get into that, uh, just kind of a quick update. Um, I'm really considering kind of going just a slight, just slightly in a different direction with the with the broadcast and all of that. And that's not to say that we won't continue to do the things we're doing. Uh, but when I first, well, not not when I first started, but early on, maybe four or five years ago, maybe a little bit longer, we did a little bit more video content. Um, for those who watch the podcast on YouTube and uh, all these other video places. And uh, some of the most popular things on the channel have been the vlog style, uh, which is, they're fun to make. Uh, There's room for creativity and things of that nature. The reason that I typically don't do it um, is really for the, the sake of time. I just typically don't have time. Even today's broadcast, I have to really watch the clock to make sure I actually have enough time to edit it, to get it produced and and uploaded before I have to start real life, you know, um, getting ready for work and those kinds of things. So that's the main reason I don't do it, but I feel like we need to take the podcast up maybe to uh, just another level. And um, so there's some things that I'm thinking about. Another reason I don't do it a lot is because the audio quality goes down a little bit when we're doing video, just because of how technology works. However, um, I've been saving up for a while, and we have new podcast equipment uh, coming along with a video camera, and so hopefully we can just completely upgrade and take things a little bit further uh, just uh, for the purpose of making better content that reaches more people for the kingdom of God. So I'll be praying uh, that that all works out well and that God will give me clear direction. Let's get to the topic at hand, spiritual warfare. I don't know about you guys, but I've personally, over the last year really specifically, have struggled with 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 spiritual warfare uh, in my own life. And I know that a lot of people have been stressed for obvious reasons uh, for the last couple of years uh, just because of the evil that's been pushed into the world by Satan's minions and his workers here on earth. And uh, so there's obviously that aspect, but I'm not talking about stress and, and those things. Of course they exist. I'm talking about just spiritual warfare, spiritual oppression, um, this the constant fight that we're in has really ramped up for me personally uh, recently, and I don't and well not recently, but in the last year or so. And I don't you know sometimes I think or I ponder, and maybe this will you'll find this encouraging is maybe the reason that spiritual warfare and spiritual kind of oppression from the enemy is present in your life more so than usual could be that the enemy's trying to interrupt or bother what God has planned for you to do. 
And so I want you to keep that in mind, that continue the good fight, continue to pray and to wrestle and to do these things because God may have something for you. God may have something for you to do. There may be some great thing that God wants to do in your life and through your life that the enemy is doing all they can to interrupt. I want to go, well, before I go to Daniel, uh, let's read the obvious scripture that we've heard so many times that we unfortunately glaze over when we hear it now, right? Because we've heard it so often. Ephesians 6, chapter 12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness in high places. We read that and we just kind of, yeah, yeah, we're not wrestling against flesh and blood. Yeah, yeah. Think about it. There's real powers, rulers of the darkness in the world, spiritual wickedness in high places, and they have their little human minions. You see them. They're Half the government's made up of these people ruling over and creating and creating chaos and they they literally serve satan or baal let's get to the story of daniel in chapter 10 it's a very short story but it's the best example of spiritual warfare that uh, i could, that i've seen in the scriptures in my opinion it also is the best description of what it's like to encounter an angelic being Let's dig into it. In the third year of Cyrus, king of Persia, a message was revealed to Daniel who was named Belshazzar. The message was true of one great conflict. But he understood the message and he had an understanding of the vision. In those days, I, Daniel, had been mourning for three entire weeks. I did not eat tasty food, nor nor did meat or wine enter my mouth, nor did I use any ointment at all until the entire three weeks were completed. So please note, this is where the Daniel fast comes from. It's a three-week fast. I've done it. It's miserable to do. (laughs) But um, he's not eating anything pleasurable, right? Not anything that tastes good. I'm just putting in my body what I have to to survive. No meat, no wine. I didn't anoint myself with oil. Like, nothing. I'm mourning for three weeks, so it's a picture of humility. I need a word from God. Here's how serious I am. Fasting. A lost art in modern uh, Christianity. This idea of... I'm in spiritual warfare. I'm struggling. I really need God to intervene in my life. I'm going to humble myself before God and deny the flesh. That's what fasting is. And so that's Daniel's response. I'm not going to eat tasty food or drink wine or meat. I'm not going to anoint myself with oil. I'm going to humble myself before the Lord. On the 24th day of the first month, while I was on the bank of the great river, that is the Tigris, 
I lifted up my eyes and looked, and behold, there was a certain man dressed in linen, whose waist was girded with a belt of pure gold of Uphaz. His body was also like barrel, his face like the appearance of lightning. His eyes were like flaming torches, his arms and feet like gleam of polished bronze, and the sounds of his words sounded like a tumult. So this being appears before Daniel. His face is bright like lightning. His, his eyes are like flaming torches. This would be a terrifying experience. And when he talks, it sounds like rushing water, like a tumult, like a cathedral filled with people speaking the same words, right? Like it's just, just the magnitude of it is deafening and terrifying. Now I, Daniel, alone saw the vision. While well, the men who were with me did not see the vision, nevertheless a great dread fell on them, and they ran away to hide themselves. When I read that passage right there, it reminds me of how easily God is in control. It's like he can descend a dread, right? Angel shows up to speak to Daniel. We need these people to kind of stay out of the way and not be a part of this, so just a great dread falls on them. They're terrified. They go and they hide. They don't even know why they're hiding. Verse 8, so I was left alone, and I saw this great vision, yet no strength was left in me, for my natural collar had turned to a deathly paler, and I retained no strength. But I heard the sound of his words, and as soon as I heard the sound of his words, I fell into a deep sleep on my face, with my face to the ground. Then behold... A hand touched me and set me trembling on my knees, and he said to me, O Daniel, man of high esteem, understand the words that I'm about to tell you. Stand upright, for I have now been sent to you. And when he had spoken these words to me, I stood up trembling. Then he said to me, Do not be afraid, Daniel, for from the first day that you set your heart on understanding this and humbling yourself before God, God, before your God, your words were heard, and I have come in response to your words. So it's been three weeks, but the angel's telling Daniel, look, from the moment that you set your heart on understanding these things and humbling yourselves before God, when you made that decision, I was dispatched three weeks ago. So what happened in the three weeks? Why is he just now showing up? He goes on to say, But the prince of the kingdom of Persia. By the way, that's not like, you know, the king's son. He's, what he's getting at is an angel who who is appointed to protect Persia. See, he's, all these providences, they have angelic powers over them. So, Daniel humbles himself before God. God sends this messenger. On its way to Daniel, he's intercepted. But the prince of the kingdom of Persia was withstanding me for 21 days. Then behold, Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me, for I had been left there with the kings of Persia. Think about this. An angel is dispatched from heaven to bring a message to Daniel. 
he's intercepted by other angelic beings, held, unable to do his what he was sent to do for three weeks. And then, of course, the warrior angel, Michael, has to come and help him come free. Just some quick little tidbits about Michael. My, it's a Mikael, one of the two angels who are named in the Bible, the other being Gabriel, named as one of the archangels in Second Temple Jewish literature and the Dead Sea Scrolls. Uh, so he appears a couple of times. He appears in Daniel, which we're reading now. Then he appears again in Daniel chapter 12 as Israel's patron angel. In the instances of Israel, I skipped my reading here. In the instances of Israel, uh, in the New Testament, he appears as the leader of the angelic army who fights and defeats the dragon, who is Satan, and his angels in Revelation 12. Michael's role in Revelation assumes much of the development of the thought present during the Second Temple period. So the Second Temple period would have been like the time of Jesus. Michael is portrayed as a chief angel who fights on behalf of the elect and as a leader of the angels. Jude refers to Michael contending with the devil over the body of Moses. We probably you probably remember that story how they those two fought over the body of Moses. Bizarre story that Jude is referring to. The scriptures unfortunately don't give us any information about it. However, this account is not found in any extent works, but the early church father named Origen states that the story which Jude is referring to is from a lost work called The Ascension of Moses. So, pretty cool. Michael's also mentioned in the book of Enoch. Um, he's, he's a, you know, he's like a, the chief of the angels. Very interesting. I mean, to do a study on some of these is super interesting. But uh, that's just a little side note for all of you. So this angel would attach to Daniel with the story because Daniel had humbled himself, but he was held up in the spiritual war, so to speak. Michael has to come and free him. Verse 14. Now I've come to give you an understanding of what will happen to your people in the later days. For the vision pertains to the days yet future. And when he had spoken to me according to these words, I turned my face towards the ground and became speechless. And behold, one who resembled a human being was touching my lips. And then I opened my mouth and I spoke and I said to him who was standing before me, O oh my Lord, as a result of the vision, anguish has come upon me and I have retained no strength. What do the scriptures say? With knowledge comes great sorrow. You think you want to know the future. You think you want visions of what's to come. Look at Daniel's state right now. Verse 17. For how can such a servant of my Lord talk with such as my Lord? As for me, there remains just now no strength in me, nor has any breath been left in me. Then this one with a human appearance. He's trying to make a point. This is not a human, but he kind of has the appearance. You know, he kind of resembles a person. This one with a human appearance touched me again and strengthened me and said, O man of high esteem, do not be afraid. Peace be with you. Take courage and be courageous. I love that. 
Take courage and be courageous. Don't be a person of fear. Now, as soon as he spoke to me, I received strength and said, My Lord, speak, for you have strengthened me. And then he said, Do you understand why I came to you? But I shall now return to fight against the prince of Persia. <laughs> There's that again. So I'm going forth, and behold, the prince of Greece is about to come. However, I will tell you what is inscribed in the writing of truth. Yet there is no one who stands firmly with me against these forces except Michael, your prince. We're not going to go to chapter 11 because the, the point of today's study was to, sh to demonstrate and to show you the spiritual warfare. He's like, I still got to fight the prince of Persia some more. Yet there is one who stands firmly with me against these forces except Michael, your prince. Michael, the prince over Israel. There's more going on than meets the eye, isn't there? And I think that we make the mistake of not meditating on these things. And by meditating, I just simply mean by thinking on these things. Pondering these things. What's going on around us? Why all of a sudden this is this evil thought being pushed into my mind? Like, where did that come from? Right? Like, that's not something I would think. Why is that? There's spiritual warfare going on all around us. The problem is, is that we typically don't engage in it. We just let it oppress us. Daniel engaged. He said, I'm going to humble myself before God until I get an answer. Now, he probably didn't know that he was going to be scared out of his mind that God was going to send literally a this angelic being to come and speak with him. And he's obviously dealing with some fear, and that's why the angel's like, Daniel, be courageous. Have some courage. Strengthen up. Just very, very interesting. It's one of my favorite stories in all the Bible because of what it demonstrates. It demonstrates that not only are we in a spiritual war, but that God hears us when we humble ourselves before him. Right? When we really set our heart towards his towards him and to his will. There's angelic war going on. It's an incredible universe and we just don't realize because we're just so bogged down with sin and the cares of this world and, and there's just so much that we're missing that we're not seeing that our eyes are not open to. And maybe we need to get back to some of these lost arts like fasting actual real prayer like not the 30 seconds like if I can work it in I'm going to pray for 30 seconds but real engagement in the spiritual war and look what's happening to the world because the church is so inept so impotent it's not engaged in spiritual warfare it's it's I don't know what I mean we could go on and on about it 
And as a result, the enemy is just taking more and more ground every single day. Because we don't engage. Because we've all fallen asleep like the ten maidens. Well, that is all I have time for this morning. I hope you've been blessed this morning. I hope the audio quality turns out okay. Let me know what you think about this format. Uh, Obviously, when the new equipment arrives, the video won't be a webcam video. (laughs) Um, And hopefully the audio will be a little better. We'll see how it goes. I don't know if I'll have time to produce these or I might have to record them and then they might just come out at different times because it takes time to to edit them, which might have to happen in the evenings occasionally and things like that. So we'll see. Uh, Just so you know, this wouldn't even be possible without your support. So thank you for those of you who are willing to support the work that's being done here. Uh, Like I've mentioned before, the Patreon subscribers are continuing to dwindle down. Uh, so if that's something that you're able and willing to do, please consider that. Scriptureandprophecy.com is where you go. And uh, there's a donate and support tab at the top. And you can kind of choose how you want to go about doing that. Thanks for listening. Peace and grace be with all of you. And until next time, God bless.